G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's take an opportunity today and sometimes a rare opportunity to get real insight into how we function as human beings. And today a focus on ourselves and the contrast to God. And we find ourselves if we talk biblically, as being separated from God. But what is it to be aligned with God, to identify with him and what changes in our humanity? Well, let's talk a little today with broadcaster, psychotherapist and author John White, whose recently released book Uncommon Sense, Reclaiming Humanity, sought to delve into the issues of what makes us human and what, in fact, gives us common sense that we might link to God. So, John White, a special welcome back to 2020. G'day, Neil. Thanks very much. Pleasure to be here. John, we spoke a little while back and uh, we talked about your book, Uncommon Sense, and uh, we talked about common sense. We talked about how you might actually reclaim what you might say is a universal wisdom, a wisdom that comes from God that might displace or at least might clarify the sort of wisdom that we have when we pursue our own Way And uh, that sort of selfish way of pursuing our lives. When we talk about how we are as humans, separate from God, you like to talk about the difference between ego and spirit. Uh, Give us some little insights here as to how we might understand that. Um, The the theme of the book really is the interplay between the spirit and the ego, our, our deeper self and our perhaps less deep self, if you like. Um, and there's a couple of terms people will understand uh, one, one term is aware awareness or consciousness, and the opposite, of course, is unawareness or unconsciousness. Now, the ego, as I understand it, operates on a day-to-day basis with the external functionings in our world, you know, what we think about, what we, what we buy, what we wear, what we dress, you know, all those sorts of things, the day-to-day uh, interaction with the external world. The ego does that, and that's its main job. Um, the, unfortunately, the, the ego has um, has been allowed to uh, be thought of as as who we really are, and the deeper self has been sort of pushed into the background. So the interplay between the ego and mm. what I what I call the spirit, that mysterious deep sort of aspect to us, um, is is the theme that runs throughout the book. Now, as uh, as believers who are Christian believers, we acknowledge the fact that God is love, that we are created in God's image, and therefore we are love at our essence. So I uh, emphasised throughout the book um, that as we um, as we become consciously aware uh, of the truth about us, that we are at our essence, we are love, and we rest in and remain in and focus on that and live from that place, then life works well. That was God's plan for us, and that's what makes life work well. Um, but if we if we if we um, dismiss that deep reality because we don't like the idea of religion or 
are submitting to anything greater than ourselves or whatever, um, then we remain actually in, in unawareness or unconsciousness and function from our ego and we can see by that functioning which runs the world that it actually doesn't run it very well. I know uh, that the there'll theme. be some who will be saying this is quite complex and uh, the idea of uh, living in unconsciousness uh, as another way of saying living separate to God. So if you leave God out of the equation, uh, you have made a decision to walk around, say, in a dark room. But if you bring God into the equation a little bit like switching the light on and all of a sudden you go from unconsciousness to consciousness and if you are going to be conscious of God, the idea of identifying with him and how he's made us, that's what actually makes life function more smoothly. Is that what you're saying? I think so, yeah, and, and that, that, those, that, that explains it quite well. Um, I, I, in the book, I don't want to. I don't use much religious language because it's really, uh, as well as being hopefully useful to people who are already believing uh, Christians or, uh, or you know, you know, believing in that um, aspect, that way of living life, and, and wanting to deepen that um, that uh, that aspect of their lives. Uh, there are a lot of people who are seeking, for whom religious terms turn them off, the very thing that they're actually seeking, but perhaps don't yet know it. So I make it a fairly, you know, fairly uh, a conversational, non-religious jargon um, uh, conversation to hopefully engage people to think about uh, what they're seeking or think about who they really are uh, that, uh, in a way that might actually bring them uh, a little bit uh, deeper into uh, the truth of themselves so that their life works better. When we use terms like self and ego, the mind drifts to uh, the great or infamous, some would say, Sigmund Freud, who was exposing all of these sorts of terminologies, egos and super egos and yep. things like that. And as someone who has studied psychotherapy, those things become very important. I imagine that if you talk about the humanist way that Freud was leading, that leads to a different sort of outcome uh, than if you're actually talking about yourself in relation to a creator God. How, how do you think about that? Uh, yes, um, Sigmund Freud, of course, was a wonderful, arguably the father of psychology, and plenty of people have stood on his shoulders and can see further, as the saying goes. Um, that the it just, one of the most useful things that he discovered, I believe, is what he called ego defences. Now, it's really not te too technical; it's not too terribly technical. It's actually quite simple, and I put a segment in the book of ego defences because we all do them. For example, um, rationalising. You know, oh, I did that because she did that. Uh, justifying. You know, well, if you hadn't you hadn't done X, then I wouldn't have done Y. Um, we've got um, uh, projection. Oh, those people out there are evil. You know, we, we, all these sorts of things are ways of defending our ego. I, I really find this useful in my work as a as a therapist and in relationships with wives and children and neighbours and, and anybody uh, because we need to be aware that we, that we have an ego we, we, and we need one, but we need to be aware of how we defend it and how it actually uh, it derails uh, the quality of our lives and relationships. I can thoroughly recommend anybody who's in a relationship to read um, with, with some humour, hopefully, and, and some light-heartedness, but serious. Uh, look at look at yourself because we all play these games 
and they're all unconscious. The, the, the defences, we're usually not conscious of them. And if you say to a person, do you get a bit, of, a bit angry? They might say, I am not angry. Uh, you know, that, so we, we do a lot of things um, operating in our ego of which we're not aware. Um, so there's a bit of stuff in there that's really useful for how we relate to ourselves and, 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 and one another and, of course, our, our planet as well and how we might do that better than we do. Uh, take us back to one of the central concepts that you've written about in your book, Uncommon Sense, Reclaiming Humanity, the idea of connecting yourself with God and in all of that discovering that God is has revealed himself in particular ways. And one of those ways primarily is that God is love. And so if we're able to connect ourselves with God, then we're actually going to be driven by the same sort of love purpose that God is driven by. Uh, how, do, how have you unpacked that in your book? Exactly. The book is actually a love story. It's, it's non-fiction, but it's a love story. It's a story about who we really are as people. We are actually love. That's our nature. And when we, and of course, uh, God created us in, in his image. God is love. Therefore, we are love. Um, if, if, we, if we can uh, grapple with that rea- and, and make it a reality in our lives, then wars are a thing of the past and poverty and famine and, and, and aggression and adversarialism and all those things, destruction of the planet, all those things are things of the past. Uh, the reason they go on is because people are not um, uh, living from that centre, except, of course, those people that struggle from, for, you know, for their next for the next breath or the next uh, morsel of food. Um, obviously, for them, there's there's a need to um, uh, to do things that that may be destructive of of the environment or others. But if we operate out of that love centre, then all the problems that we see in the world uh, will simply fall away. Certainly a powerful thing, isn't it, to be able to think through the issues of what it is when we are created in the image and likeness of Almighty God. Because as you say, if uh, we realize that God has revealed himself and God is love, I I imagine we can't neglect the idea that God is just and that God is a God of power and all of those sorts of dimensions are a part of that. But certainly the idea of love and the golden rule, doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, as an expression of how that love works, really means that you've got not only a recipe for your own personal life, but your family, for your community, and then even for a whole nation. So these sorts of concepts overflow into the way that a whole nation can function. Exactly. If we operate, if we operate, if, first of all, if we become aware that we are love and we, are, we allow that love center to, to direct and inform our lives and our actions, we cannot not care for people. We cannot not care for the environment. We cannot not share welcome strangers, all those sorts of things. Like it, it's, a, it's a huge change really from, the, from a lot of what we see in the, in the running of the world around us where it seems to be all about me and my rather than, rather than you and your and our um, way of looking at life. 
Well, great getting your insights once again. John White, who is the author of a book called Uncommon Sense, Reclaiming Humanity and uh, Bringing to the Fore his training in psychotherapy and all of those years of counselling and of prison ministry and of helping people to discover where common sense is found and in that relationship with our creator. John, who lives in 2J in WA, the book is available online. You can search for it on Amazon or Booktopia. Search around for the best price. You can also get it from the publisher at Coventry Press and also from a number of bookstores. But keep that in mind, Uncommon Sense, Reclaim Humanity author John White. John, thanks so much for taking some time to keep us up to date today on 2020. Oh, thank you, Neil. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.